to Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is time once again for the Peace to the G's podcast. My name is JD. As always, on my right-hand side, tonight he's actually laying down. The God Ron Do, a.k.a. Mr. Wiggles. Peace, God. Listen, I don't normally do this, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Peace to the G's podcast, a.k.a. 50% podcast. Well, tonight I was going to go the pinky in the brain, but uh, yeah, the 15% podcast hit it with the tagline card. Ah, no blitz, no gossip. Just two brothers talk about shit, brothers talk about. Peace, God. How are you today? Same old stuff, man. I had to drop that off. My man Cap, as in AKA the Captain, as in AKA Grandmaster Cast, exclusively for the dude academics. Yeah. I had to drop the fresh fly wild and bold for the dude academics. Shout out to academics. Yeah, fuck that class. My thing is this. You know, I come from an era where rap was rap. Dudes, you know, did it for the culture. Dudes did it because you wanted to be hot in your neighborhood. You know, nobody wanted to get rich behind it. That was a, a second thought. You know, the first thought was the culture. You know, how people come together and do what our people do. You know, them dudes wanted to be hot in the hood. And, you know, as... um. Careless, you know, as we now know, as it was, it was really just about the community. You know, it, it was really loving your block and loving your community. You know, I don't know nothing about all this get rich and move out your hood thing. And I'm not saying that if you're wealthy, you should not move on, but you should at least consider contributing to, you know, where you were raised at. If you go to a school, you need to go back to that school and show tribute. You know, if you went to IS-59, you need to make yearly visits to IS-59 to say to these kids, yo, you know what? I made it. Some of you can make it too. Well, it be sports, athletics, music, you know, whatever it is, you know, you should reach back in, into your community, in my opinion, though. No, um, actually, Cardi B just did that. She gave, um, I think it was 25000 It might have been more. Don't quote me to her junior high school. Now, I remember talking to my wife uh, years ago, and it was weird because I was saying, hey, man, maybe we could donate to my, you know, school. 59, right? Because Gerard had went there. And she was like, no, because it has to go through the DOE. You can't specifically give it to a school. That may have changed now with because with, they have all these partnerships. But, yeah, you should do that. By the way, um... Before I get to my interesting Grandmaster Cash story, <laughs> excuse me, my allergies are killing me. I just want to say that a dude, you know, I'm not even, uh, fuck him. 
listen, one day I was doing a four. The uh uh shuttle on uh um four train. I'm coming down Webster Avenue. I'm under the track. No, it might have been Rosedale. I'm coming down the, under the tracks. I hit a red light. And who walks in front of my bus? The guy, the guy, the guy, the guy you just playing. Grandmaster Cass walks in front of my bus. I'm like, is that him? Like, it looks like him, but it can't really be him because he can't be in the hood, right? But then I'm like, nah, that's him. You know what I mean? It was crazy. But I mean, yeah, but you know what? It speaks to what you're saying too. Like, like when you older hip hop head, you know, you ain't leaving the hood. Um, not personally. I'm not saying. Listen, um, but I don't discourage moving on. I don't discourage, you know, anybody who wants to move on and, and put their kids in a better school district and all of these things. I truly admire those moves. You know, it takes a lot to step away from what you're accustomed to and into something new. I don't discredit that, but I'm saying that um. The comment that he made regarding dudes being dusty, you know, it's, and, you know, that was a hit because these dudes were the pioneers. These are dudes I looked up to, looked up to growing hey. up, and I still truly admired. If it was no Grandmaster Flash, think of who else would it not be? You know, academics, a DJ, producer, whatever he does, I say they say he got about $10 million. He's a radio personality as far as I'm concerned. I mean, what's the use in ten million dollars with no integrity? It's not even that. These, if it wasn't for these dusty dudes, you couldn't make ten million, Playboy. But these dudes ain't dusty. They was what they was. You know what I'm saying? And they are who they are. I mean, Roxanne Santay. The um, again, it's been disputed whether her deal with Tommy Boy was to educate her as long as she wanted to be educated, and then she moved forward. You know. With her degrees, I mean that's the best deal in the history of good deals. Goddamn right. That in fact was true because they could take them cars from you, they could take all them diamonds from you, and I don't discourage the little babies and all that that be shimmering. I'm for you, you know. But that education, you know, they should have worked that in the little Wayne's deal because as rich as he is, he sometimes makes little sense to me. Uh, he makes almost no sense to me. And I love Little Wayne. I, he got joints I love. Mrs. Officer, I, I, I love a few things that he's done. Little but, Wayne um, coined the phrase bling bling. No, 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 no. BG coined the phrase. Copy that. When I'm in your city. Like, I love BG. I love BG. I love Young Turk. Um... That click, you know, I mean, Juvenile. Mm-hmm. Juvenile actually was the one that crossed them over with that joint high. Ah. <laughs> Girl, you look good. <laughs> Won't you back that ass up? Use a fine motherfucker. They, they put um, Louis, um, New Orleans on the map. You know, I, I take nothing away from Master P. No, they had a, they, yo, P had a bunch of chicks. Um, but they had another, they had a, a little girl. I can't remember her name now. They straight up before Cash Money got hot, baby girl got murdered. That's the little girl got killed. Her name was something. 
she got murdered in her car. That's, and that tell you how crazy the hood is. But, see, that's the other thing, right? When we talk about, you know, being in the hood, exactly. sometimes you can't stay in the hood. Look at P&B Rock. He went yeah, to go eat in the hood. Sometimes you can't, you know, but at the same time, you know, you do have to, I guess you have to surround yourself with, you know, you know, you got a million dollars worth of jewelry on. It would be advantageous but security, to invest in security. In some security, yes. You know what? Listen, L come back to the block all the time. He do something in O'Connell Park. All the time, yeah. Um, Every year for the kids. And he invests in the community. And he got a bunch of security. What am I taking nothing away from him? He ain't no punk. Because I go back to, let me tell you something. I go back to them days where it was rapping in the hood. It was rap on the block. Dudes loved rapping and rappers. When dudes with Southside and Hollis was beeping, and Ed Woo! would come to the terminal with his box and his jewelry and do what it is. So I can't, I can't see like yo Queens niggas this and L was no punk. I can't take nothing away from him. What I'm saying, I man. Promise you that. Or the report said Earl had the 22 on him. Ah! I had the 22. I don't know, but I know Earl Shabash. Now Shabash used to knock niggas out. There you Nigga go. didn't know about boxing ass Shabazz. His, him and his brothers was not. Shabazz took not. This is this is hood legend. It's 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 lore. I don't know if it's true or not, but they say Shabazz told five or six dudes over at Cardoza to line up, and he knocked each one of them out. Oh, you can't line me up to knock me out. Listen, them niggas <laughs> waited on line, and Shabazz knocked them out. So I take nothing away because you know I'm a huge boxing fan. I, I fuck understand with that. Box from 40s. I fuck with um, Shabash from Farmers. I fuck with all the dudes that put their work out in the street. My young G, Marty Mar from Henderson. I fucked with all these dudes that put boxing in the street. They actually had, last year, um, Hollis Boxing. You heard about that? No, what is that? Dudes was actually boxing in the park by 205th um, in Jamaica, Hollis Park thing. Um, they were actually, not two, is that 202? Okay. Hollis, right, Jamaica. Yeah. Yeah, they, they had um dudes coming out in boxing, literally okay. trying to take each other head off in the street. Okay. It was kind of popular. But back to L. L. L held his own. Him and his crew came out to the, you know, and it was crazy because nobody took the Q3 from the terminal. You might fuck with the, the 3A. You fuck with the Q2 going to Hollis. Dudes did not fuck with the 3. Yeah. Now me, I wrote the three because I wasn't walking from Murdoch to 119. I know that's true. I wrote the three. The regular three, not the 3A. The 3A was hot. Ha! I didn't ride the 3A. I wrote the three. But you would see L a couple of days a week in a terminal. And his vanity was visceral, though, because he was... His vanity his vanity was visceral. He was playing his own songs on his box. Yo, you gotta, yo, you gotta promote yourself. If you don't promote Listen, you, nobody. Will. He was playing my radio on his radio. That's right. <laughs> I can't live without my radio. But you gotta love L. He put in that college. This was prior to the Coliseum at that time. But he 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 came through to the Coliseum when that was hot. God damn! He remember that shit was new. When that was hot, and you know at the, <laughs> the height of Southside Hollis beef, he was out there and he was repping. So can't take nothing away from him to say that he was soft in the hood. He was a rapper, yes.
but he was no Charlie Snow. <laughs> they don't know who Charlie Snow is. It's all right. It's a long story. I'm Any. sure that throughout, you know, if you want to keep listening to the podcast, you know, you'll come. But that's, you know, that's a man cave Monday topic. Right we there. will discuss who Charlie Snow is. Definitely. Richard Pryor. Yeah, you see that. And, these, and I promise you, half our audience does not get the correlation. Shit, they don't know what correlation means. Wow. We're going to school them. I, oh, I was watching She-Hulk the other day. This dude said, and he was being sued, something about some wives and killing himself, and he's called, he wanted to call, he calls himself Mr. Immortal, because he dies for like two seconds and comes back, and he wouldn't get divorced, he literally (laughs) jumped out a window and died, and then just leave them. He married a dude, and the dude... Had a straight New Orleans style funeral for this nigga spent ten thousand dollars. Had a marching band. <laughs> anyway, I say all that to say, he says I would prefer you call me Mister Immortal. I find it pithier. Okay, I'm stuck on the fact that you said he married women. He had like eight, seven women in one man. He used nine. Yeah, I see. I get that. But he said pithier. And I understand it, but yet I'm still stuck on the fact that he married a man. Pithy. Yo, you know when the last time I heard a motherfucker say pithy? Yo, it it was so long I had to look that shit up. When was the last time you heard somebody say pithy? Well, last Thursday. (laughs) Prior to that, it had been years. Listen, folks. I'm the weirdo, right? And I, I know I know a few words, but it, it, in the seventies and eighties, these were this was common knowledge. People use these words. I don't know what we're doing in these days. We making up new shit, and the old shit is really good. Pithy. Anyway, what are we talking about today? Other than DJ, whatever his fucking name. Um, geriatric gangsters. Oh, Lord. Is this you understand. A... Listen, listen. Mm-hmm. Shout to Rochdale Village, because Rochdale Village is the home of the geriatric, of geriatric gangsters. Okay. So I decide that um, I do go to Rochdale Village Medical Center, and my primary care physician, shout to Dr. Alert, <laughs> sets me up for some blood work. You have a doctor so, named Dr. Alert? Yes, Dr. Alert. Is Surge a, Alerte. Oh, Surge Alerte. So Surge Alerte, they don't yes. call him Red. No. Okay. Um, he's a foreigner. They probably don't get that. So listen. <laughs> they set me up for Doctor Alerte. Set me up with the lab. Uh huh. They open at seven a.m. Got you. Slide there, right downstairs. I slide there about. 7.15. So I walks through, and the two older ladies that were sitting there, they giving me a side eye. I said, good morning. Her response was, hmm. Hmm. Exactly. So I walks by her, and her and the girlfriend there, and they both clutching their bags for life. The lady says, hmm. 
over the years, lying his tail up to here at 7.15. No, they start at 7 o'clock. <laughs> Just as big as he wanted to. <laughs> Just as big as he wanted to be. As big as he wants to be. Now, I don't think that had anything with me being late, <laughs> nor sliding by her. <laughs> but she had to throw it in, because that's what Jerry actually began to do. Just as so big as he wanted to be. Just as big as he wanted to be. <laughs> right? So I go up to the window, and I saw this, and she says to her girlfriend, and he did not get his tube for urine before I get my <laughs> to the bathroom with my tube of urine. Before her? She said, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the geriatric gangsters, I promise you, they got the medical center locked down. They got the pharmacy locked down. They got the post office locked down. Little girl went to send a package off to her dude. Apparently her dude was down south or something. Okay. And she's not familiar with how it goes Sending around packages here. packages works. Uh-oh. So, Uh-oh. she wasn't aware that she had to lift up the glass. Uh-oh. Place her items and then close the glass back down. No, 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 So, no, no. the geriatric gangsters is online. <laughs> and their feet was tapping. Ooh. Hands on their hips. Ooh. They said, uh, <laughs> she don't know how to work the glass. She needs to get out the way. <laughs> Says, um, Hold up, I know that's right. <laughs> the, 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 the lady said, mm. So the post office lady showed her how to do it. And, um, excuse me for that. The post office lady showed her how to do it. Mm-hmm. And she finally could do it. She says, um, mm. She don't know how to do it. She needs to get out of the way. <laughs> Just as dumb as she wants to be. <laughs> Just as dumb as she wanted to be. No, and then you know I was at the end of the line, so I'm watching and observing, and they all get their stuff together. And she went up there ordered thirty stamps, but she wanted thirty stamps with Dr. King on. Uh oh. And they said they don't make Dr. King. They said, "What do you mean they don't make Dr. King stamps no more? I want thirty Dr. King stamps." You know, she went out with stage. So the post office lady knew her, so she was you know generous, Mm -hmm. but um. Little mean ass lady, you know the geriatric gangs get to it. So they all get out and leave. It's about four or five. And they get together and get in the church van to pull off. <laughs> in the church van. Oh, you know what should have happened? You should have said they don't got no Doctor King stand. <laughs> <laughs> Just as old as you want to be. <laughs> Word. <laughs> but shout to my man Sean Chandler because he deals with them equitably. Mm. He um he 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 has a he's been he's been a resident for some time so he has a, a standing dialogue with the, with the geriatric gangsters. gangsters and he's not you know victim to them at all and I've been mm-hmm. for a long time let me tell you something I came in and I'm coming in from work strolling like I do I had had a long day and my shirt was just a little too short it, well it wasn't baby huge short but I, I was showing you know a little bit. But, you know, as I pull it down and tuck out, I was good. 
lady came up. She said, oh, baby, how you doing? Had a hard day at work? I said, well, geriatric exercise is being generous today. What's up? She said, come over here and let me pinch that belly. <laughs> <laughs> So she just thought you was the Pillsbury Doughboy or some shit. I know she did. Hold up. Because her old ass knew she could get away with that shit. No, no. Miss Virginia is very, very cool. Although she keeps court with some geriatric gangsters. I don't consider her a geriatric gangster. She's a nice old lady. I go, I say, hey, Miss Virginia. How you doing? Looking out here looking like Mae West. Hey, baby. I said, I'm going to call you West Virginia. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's right. Yeah, that hair flowing. Woo! I said, look at you, Miss Virginia. Yo, um, I had another story I was supposed to tell you, right? No, but dig. I, I, I've experienced geriatric gangsters other places. Have you now? I was, um, I, I don't want to sound creepy. Oh! But I was on my way to work. I stopped to crown chicken. Mm-hmm. And this was in my youth at the time. I was still taking the 43 to work. Good. Hold on. You didn't have a car? Uh, not at this point. You've never not had a car? I've had a car for some period of time. Not had a car for some period of time. You know this because you came pick me up when I didn't have a car. Yeah. So, um, I was running for the 43 and somehow lost my footing. So, I ran in front of the bus and disappeared. Like, fell straight down under the bus and, you know, and it's crazy because when you fall down in front of the bus, everybody stands up and looks down. Even though they can't see you. So, listen, I got up. I I got my food together as best as I could, which was not in the bag. Like, literally, I was holding a drumstick in my hand. I get on the bus and I walk to the back. And one lady whispered to the other geriatric gangster, Hmm. I wonder what happened to you. <laughs> This lady waited till I got flush with, like, literally, right on her side. Snapped her head to the side and said, I don't know what the fuck happened to him. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. But as she said fuck, her eyes met my eyes, and she had such disdain. Like, hey, you fat ass fell. Like, she had that in, my, in her face when, um... Oh, she, God. she 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 turned her head towards me. I, again, I don't know what it was about, but um, I'm saying my geriatric gangster experiences. What, what, what was what was what was with the five second move on the chicken wing? I mean the drums, the drumstick. Yo, dog, the, the chicken fell. The drum almost hit the ground. I caught it. That's right, boy. So I, I was like, fast yeah, hands, fast hands. I, I go to fast hands for sure. You know, but I'm approached Tyler Perry. And we're going to get a, um, <laughs> nah, we're going to get a movie deal for geriatric gangsters. I promise you that. And I don't want no, Indian, I don't, I don't want no, no actresses. I want him to come straight and shoot these geriatric gangsters out here. No doubt. Yo. Put him in with Madea. It'll be a good fit. I got a, uh, uh, a story. I remember I was about to tell you the other day. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we talk frequently. Uh, Rondo and I. And he specifically said, I must tell this story on the podcast. Do you remember what that story was? I certainly do not, sir. We talk way too often for that. It was the orange juice drumstick. 
Orange Juice Jones. I saw you. And him. Walking in the rain. I do remember you saying that, and I said, you have to tell. I said, don't tell me now. I'm the new one here right now. I said, I want to hear it on the podcast. All right, so here's the story, right? I was doing the Q5. And, um, Orange Juice Jones get on the bus. Really? Was it raining? No. <laughs> no, it Damn. wasn't. Damn. Damn. Fact, okay, flawed. <laughs> Yo, it, it was a sunny day. I was going to the mall, Green Acres. And Orange Juice Jones just get on the bus. Okay, like, it was regular. Like, he wasn't Orange Juice Jones. And he got on with his mans. Like, they got on the bus. Right, and this was the old days when they had the old buses where you had to walk up the steps to get on and walk down the steps to get off. Hold on, you, you don't have to walk on the steps anymore? No, it's just a flat surface. If, if, if you have steps, but if you go past the back door, you have to walk up the steps to get those seats. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's fancy, fancy. So, when you when you enter the bus, it's, it's a flat platform now? Yeah. And now they got even newer ones that are supposed to be electric and blah, blah, oh, blah. Oh, understand. Mm-hmm. I'm not just going to jump on the bus for, you know, nostalgic purposes. I'm fine as I am. No, I'm just saying. No public transportation for the dog. So anyway, Orange Juice Jones walks into the back. I say, cool. But immediately, immediately, I'm thinking to myself, Shaniqua! You got me hooked. Come on, spank me with your love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Gotta love that shit. <laughs> the bubbles would never tell me Juice Jones only had one hit. That bubble had more than one hit. Ah! Ow. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets on the bus, right? He chilling. We go down. We go down. Yo, we go down to Francis Lewis. Right. Right? Soon as he tried to get off of Francis Lewis, this nigga fall. Orange you tell. He fell out the bus. We stumbling out the bus. I'm like, oh shit, I hope this motherfucker don't fall down and get hurt, because then he gonna want me to fucking wave for him. I'm like, oh God. But I'm just like, you a smooth nigga. Indeed. I was just thinking how smooth he was. Like, yo, you come on, you ain't supposed to let them gators trip you up. Exactly. And he Fell off the bus, but he caught himself because you know he was holding on to the handle, so he caught uh-huh. himself and he got off. And I'm like, Oh shit, Orange Juice Jones just fell on my bus. I got him. Yo, that was my that. guy, Orange Juice. Was Orange Juice on Death Jam? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So what happens? I go into the mall, come back, and he's there again. Getting back on your bus? Getting back on the bus. Don't seem that he had much to do. Uh, you know, I mean, probably did what he had to do on on, on America and, and came back. Might have got a cut or something. I don't know. All I know is he was deaf with his man, right? It was like two of them. You know, like when you go somewhere, you go somewhere with your boy. Yeah, yeah. They got on the bus, got off. But the whole time he's on the bus, both times, I'm like, I don't know who that is. But should you acknowledge the fact that he was Orange Juice Jones? I'm the bus driver. I keep it cool. I'm <laughs> I'm just I'm saying. A pilot on a plane. If that fine ass Allison Williams get on. Hey, now. But would you notice? Ain't she short than a motherfucker? Just call my name. Hey. And I'll come running. Come running. 
listen, so then he goes to the train station, gets off. I guess they hop on the train. Now, the other story I have for you, and this speaks to, uh, back to what you say about LL. Lawrence Professor used to get on my bus every now and again. I absolutely love Lawrence Professor. Queens all day. And um, he would get off. Now, him, I acknowledged because he was large pro. I'd be like, oh, yo, you large professor. Yeah, I right, man, no doubt. Boom, boom. And kept it moving. But he would get on the bus regularly. And again, I would be like, so y'all don't see this nigga getting on the bus? I'm like, yo, large professor just got on the bus. Y'all don't notice. But large professor, literally, when I think back to, you know, But when I think back, I, I say to myself that lyrically, you know, I, well, I don't understand the, the new lyrics nowadays. I, like, I told you when I listen to the drill rap, all I listen to is, hey, 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 hey. That, that, that's it. Anything beyond that, I, I really don't understand. Well, yo, let me break down drill rap to you real quick. Drill rap is basically niggas snitching on themselves. Don't get a shot, Jody. You know the drillers do a lot of shooting. That's the point. Nah, that's 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 like dead ass the point. No, I do understand. That. They out here busting shots, and then they talking about busting shots. Yeah, exactly. Chill with the busting shots, yo, Raheem. I know you making dumb dookie dollars. Raheem making dumb dookie dollars. Stop talking about it. Stop talking about it, Raheem. Take the Raheem off the back of your jacket. They'll never get that one. Listen, take the Raheem. <laughs> Off the back of your jacket. Word up. Just say nobody snitching. Right. So stop. And it's funny too, right? Because I was talking to Gerard. Gerard is my son, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-huh. And he's 27. I said, yo, you know who the first drill rapper was? He was like, who? I was like, yo, it's Bobby Smurda. He was like, yeah, I think you're right. But Dave, my, my thing is this. Bobby mm-hmm. Smurda's no snitch. I credit him with that. Now, nah, but remember, he was out here like, yo, he was really telling names. When such we was out here and we was doing this and I shot these niggas and I'm like, wow. Well, he told himself he didn't tell anybody else. No, he no, extra time not for his man not to do more time. Right, no, no, no. What so I mean when I say that, nah, I do, definitely. I'll always like dudes like me and me and my son would really go at it because he would be like, why don't you like Takashi? Because Takashi told on niggas. But yeah, yo yeah, no. and Bobby, I said Bobby Smurda never dropped a dime. Matter of no, fact, Bobby Smurda gave nothing up. But at the same time, he gave up a lot because he did give up a lot lyrically. Right when you he's know, on them records, lyrics, he giving but, it up. But the thing is, this is that is art imitating life. You know, unless right. they have tangible proof, they they it, as far as I know, that's just what's next. But make this point that I'm making. Mm-hmm. I, 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 we reach back into rap, you know, and I still dispute what the greatest line in rap was, you know. No, so when I think Large Professor, I think how he was lyrically, you know, and I can't remember exactly what he said in Out the Back Door. We no, what was it? We, I'm looking out, I'm the, looking back out door. the back door. Front door, back door, some I'm door. Looking out. No, I'm looking out the front front door. Front door, right. So, he said something, like, phenomenal in the first couple of rounds. 
thinking greater than great or wouldn't have so much hate. I don't remember exactly the line, but it, it was sick. But I reached back. Because you don't know the pain I feel when I see you smiling. Yeah, it, it's sick. When he, I roll up, you start wild. He went in, but it was, it was really smooth. The transition, you know, he made a transition from one lyric to the next, and yeah. it was amazing. I gotta play the song to remember exactly how it went. Um, but I still, as I reach through rap and, and and tour through, you know, all of the lyrics, I still think the greatest lyric in rap. I promise you, I still believe the greatest lyric in rap mm-hmm. is "Ruby D is my name and I'm Puerto Rican." You might think I'm black by the way I'm speaking. Yo, still love that's still the hottest line in all the rap. Let me explain to now, you. Now I don't have the voice to convey it or deliver it the way he deliver it, but know that if you hear that record, Fantastic Romance, that is the greatest line in rap. Understand that I was getting into virtual fights about that shit. Now understand, that's not at this point, you know, with Fat Joe and, and, and Big Pun and dudes who have, you know, now, you know, trans... They they, they, they they transcended the, the culture. You understand? But my thing is that it was no Puerto Rican rappers back then. Nah, listen what I'm saying to you. I'm into it with some dude who's, you know, super woke black dude, and he's like, yo, black people started hip-hop. Puerto Ricans wasn't there. That I'm like, are you fucking stupid? They don't know Ruby D. I literally quoted Ruby D to the nigga. Ruby D. I quoted it. I'm like, yo, they was there from the beginning. First off, I'm um, and he's like, you don't know. I was like, nigga, I'm from New York and I'm in my 50s. What are you talking about? You wasn't even born when these niggas was out here rocking. What are you talking about? They was DJing. They was b-boying. He was like, I was like, well, the dancers. No, the look, dancers, look, graffiti, look they, at this they, guy. They, he was doing break dancing before. Nigga, it wasn't called break no, dancing. He got they, a couple of steps. They really contributed to the culture. And, and you, <laughs> you know, they did, you know, phenomenal things in, in break dancing. You know what I'm saying? So, Shout to the, to, to the original Pop Lockers. Shout to my man Rerun. Yo, I literally was like, yo, if you can't tell me, being from New York City, that I don't know what I'm talking about when I'm out there and I'm seeing these dudes every day, every way, yo, the the Hispanics was out there with us every day. And then I had to break it down. I'm like, yo, so it was urban music for urban street kids. There was no Puerto Ricans in the Bronx. What are you fucking stupid? Yo, but did it so then I had so then that's when I had to do the dumb shit. So you're saying that uh Puerto Ricans ain't black. Cause cause we his first line was like, nah, you don't understand. Cause on Puerto Rico there was blacks and they was the the natives and then the, the Spaniards and oh so when they all mixed up, you now saying that Puerto Ricans is black, but Puerto Ricans wasn't there at the start of hip hop. Like, fuck is you talking about? I mean, that whole conversation, you know, <laughs> is I, I can't fuck with the melanin conversation. I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't mess with light skin versus dark skin. You know, cause oh, I I fucks with it heavy because nah, we at that now nah, we at the house I team light skin versus team dark skin. Yeah, it's it, it's Cam and Rod versus me and Blackie. 
I love my little black daughter. Woo! Listen, I, I, yeah, I cannot mess with uh, me and Mo against them. You know, the, the melanin, you know, because I know lights Spanish that don't like, well, they don't, Puerto Ricans don't like Cubans because the Cubans is too black. You know what I'm saying? I hate the Dominicans. But, back to my man Charlie Snow. My man Charlie Snow said, you know they got some Cubans down in Cuba blacker than me. I know that's right. Woo! Again. We about my man Charlie Snow one day. Y'all do not get these references. Excuse me, because we're old. But I promise you. Well, you know what? Some of y'all gonna get these references. That's it. Dude said they got Cubans down in Cuba blacker than you. That's right. And then he said, get out of here. No, he said, get out of here. In that damn Darth Vader voice. No, he was talking to, um, well, Billy, what's the boy, um, was sleeping with, that's my mama. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, oh. Nah, I can't think. He, he was, um. You said, that's my mama. He was in Rocky movies. He was Apollo Creed's number one. Okay, I know you're talking about in now. Rocky movies. This nigga said, that's my mama. It, uh, well, I don't know a name. Nah, ain't that... that was, she was the Witch of the Wiz. Nah, I can't remember there was a, a TV show called That's My Mama. And that was the mama. Right, but I'm just saying, that's my mama. Yes. Yo, y'all don't really know. Let me... Yo, God almighty. Y'all could... We, we watch these woke people, right? And it's true. We don't have enough black representation on TV. But there was a fucking time. Well, it, it was a time where we had... Considerable black representation. Yo, that's people. my mama. Shout out to Norman Lear. What's happening? Shout out to Norman Lear. To Jefferson's. Um, Yo, that's my mama, nigga. Yeah, that's my mama. That was the name of a TV show. That's the name of a TV show. God almighty. But in retrospect, she was actually the mother on what's happening. I know. Well, you know, they only got so many black folks to do black roles. Yeah. Good times, any time you need a payment. Yeah, I mean, for me, you know, the, like the melanin conversation, that's a, that's a whole other podcast. We'll get to it. Yeah, of course, man. But, you know, I, I'm just saying, we, I, I have fun at the house. We'll get to it. So, you know, because, um, yeah, I'm not looking at melanin and shit. Not because I'm black as hell, you know. You ain't talking to me. I remember I used to sit out in the sun well, weird, at Jones Beach like a slave. You know. Yes, so folks, it's beating down on my head. It's um, You did the night watch like a vampire. No, but the thing was is that, you know, it was just how when we were children, um We had a brown skinned father and a dark skinned mother. The the when we went to school and they would introduce us as African children. You know, it was like, oh my God, we have an actual African in the class. And they would sit and announce my name, Miss Silverman. Not that I have anything against Miss Silverman. Really? I like Miss Silverman. That didn't happen to me. Miss Nussbaum didn't do that? Miss Nussbaum beat my fucking hands. Okay. She hated me. And the reason she hated me was I fucking challenged her every day. That bitch don't know I made her a better teacher. Oh, by the way, like, I I was a fucking asshole in school. I promise you every day I was getting at these teachers. I was challenging them every day. And you know what the sad part was? 
I didn't even realize it at, at some point. But she was like, you didn't do the homework, I'm beating your hand. I'm calling your parents. Yeah, man, go ahead, man. We here every day with it. I gave Miss Silverland, Miss Palmer, Mr. Babelsick, who was an asshole, Mr. Elephant, Miss Baker. These are real people's names, by the way. Mr. DeGangi, Mr. Sachs, Mr. Granger, Miss Buzzwally. Mm-hmm. I don't remember my eighth grade teacher. I don't remember none of their names. I remember Nussbaum. I remember Salerno and John Callow. I don't remember the rest of them. But I lived, I named everyone from first to eighth except for the eighth because I can't think of who the eighth grade teacher was. I don't remember them. But well, that's you. You're, you're good at that. I'm not. I'm good at names, not really faces. And that's the funny part. I'll never forget your face. I tell people that all the time, by the way. Um, they'll be like, what? I'm like, yo, I'll never remember your name. Dude will never forget your name. And then he'll know intricate details about your life. And so then we have this conversation that we kind of have to match the name to the face. But the face is in my head. <laughs> but I'll never forget your face. I'm like, yo, I know you from school. Real fuzzy. And then I start scrolling through my mental index, right? Rolodex, excuse me. Uh, for those of you who don't know what a Rolodex is, it used to be a thing that held phone numbers in on paper, and it rolled yeah, around. Yeah, these motherfuckers don't know what phone numbers are. I'm sure they don't. Oh, it's the fancy um, contact list. How's that? Exactly. So, and then I'd be like, no, it's not junior high school. It's Damshire, not elementary. Is it high school? No, elementary, somewhere else. And that's how I used to remember people in their faces, because I'd never forget a face. Ironically, unless, unless of course you hold no significance to me. Come on, buddy, we got like four more minutes. Ah, well, ladies and gentlemen, holding the rights to this music. As always, it has been a great pleasure to be here with you, to allow you to listen to us, and the pleasure is ours for having you listen. This has been Peace to the G's podcast, a JDDU production, and we can't wait to have you back, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget, if you'd like to email us, it is Peace to the G's, P-E-A-C-E-T-O-T-H-E-G-Z at gmail.com. Have a great day.